Oh, and then Laura Dern. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Here and There show. My name's Madden. And I am Master Missy. Oh, hang on. We better explain oh. that first, Missy. <laughs> You're a Jedi. You're a Jedi. No, just master. throw it out there and let people think what they will. <laughs> yes, it's because I <laughs> it's because I am a Jedi. And uh, you are my Padawan. I am indeed. My little Padawan. So Star Wars came and happened. <laughs> That was beautiful. Yeah, it did, it did. And and I saw it I saw it Christmas Day. When did you see it? I saw it slightly after Christmas Day. Oh, by the way, listeners, happy new year. <laughs> yeah. We're just zooming right on into the movie. Yes, happy 2018. Did you make New Year's resolutions, Madden? No. I find it's much more difficult yeah. to break them if you don't actually make them in the first place. Mm, I don't make them either. I don't believe in them. What do you mean you don't believe in them? They do exist. I don't believe in them. I know they exist, but I just, I think it's goofy that we wait till, you know, December 31st, the end of the calendar year. And then we somehow like wake up January 1st with all these new things that we're going to do. And I'm like, and then I swear to you, it's like, I'm not going to eat sugar and I'm going to exercise more and I'm going to swear less. And then you're like at January 3rd and you're shoving donuts in your mouth. And you're like, this is, this is wrong. And then you kind of feel defeated because you're like, oh, I built myself up to this new year's resolution and it's already broken. And so I just, I'm going to get very let me get very Tony Robbins on you right now. Oh, I just feel, mm, I feel like there should be, <laughs> Joel Olstein. no, we won't go there. I feel like there should be, you don't even know who that is, new, new day resolutions. Because I'm like, you know what? It's so much easier. Like tomorrow I'm going to begin doing this. Because then if you muck it up, and we always do, then you're like, oh, I don't have to wait another year. Oh. I'll just start again tomorrow. So you've so made, a, you've made a mistake. You've made a mistake here, Missy, because I've done a Tony Robbins thing. And you're out by a day. The whole thing about Mr. Tony Robinson, the giant, although he is to most people, but just not to me. Yes, you know, not to is, you, no. You don't start these things tomorrow. You start them today. Now, right this moment. Now is the only thing we're promised. It's now or never. Yeah, I get it. But sometimes you have to prep for these things. Like, I'm going to start eating right now. Right now, because I've decided. And then you go in your pantry and you're like, look, there's chocolate chip cookies and potato chips. I've got nothing healthy in the house. So you also have to prep or you'll set yourself up for failure. Like, that's, I'm in it. My day's packed. That's the get solid. out clause. That's the what? The get out clause. The get out. That's the fine print. In the Tony Robbins presentation. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't believe in them. You know, I just do the best you can, everybody. You know, do you guys, did you have this, do you have this in the UK? Those slates that you would, that kids would draw on and they're like, um, they're cardboard and there's like um, a film over the top and there's like a little red plastic stylus yep. pen and you, you press down and it would make it. And then when you were done, you'd lift it up and it would clear it. What do you mean just the UK have, the whole flipping world has these things? <laughs> I don't think, what? I don't think everybody has those. You think so? I don't yeah, think so. They're probably made in China to begin with and then shipped Well, everywhere. what isn't? Um. Mm, I don't know. I haven't seen one in for a, a magic. What do they call it? The magic board or something magic like slate, that. Magic slate, magic tool. Magic slate, magic slate. That's it. The magic slate. Okay, so you know. So I think that all of life is like a magic slate. 
it's like we we write on there and we make our mistakes and then you know just just do a mental lifting up of that film. Oh look, it's all gone. Or like an etch a sketch. We need to we need to live by the etch a sketch philosophy. You know, I really screwed this up. I'm this just is, turn myself upside no, down and shake a little bit. I do this for real. I just use alcohol. I, <laughs> I, I get myself and into then a I situation. Forget it all. Exactly. <laughs> 20 pints later, I have no idea what I've done. Would that be a great name for a drink? I'd like a magic slate, please. (laughs) (laughs) It's a drink they give you. And after you've done drinking it, you don't remember anything. That could get you in trouble. God, I can just imagine you with your little stardust wand. I'd like the edge of sketch. I'd like the the magic slate. Yeah. I'd like the magic slate. Keep them coming. It's been a bad week. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and speaking of things we'd rather forget <laughs> Oh, we would have needed like, you know, just line them up Line them up on the bar <sighs> So what I, we're talking about today I, I have already done I have already done a kind of review of this movie, in quotes <laughs> we, we use that term loosely Yeah, but um, <clears throat> but no, I, I was, I was with uh, I'd done it with three other guys And two of them liked it And, and one of them didn't like me and uh, mm. so I don't know, Missy. I mean, we've never done a film review. I don't think we haven't. I don't think we, I don't think we have. Mm-hmm. I don't so, think we have. So come on, Missy. You you tweeted out you tweeted out something. I remember seeing it across Christmas, <sighs> which made me think there might be a problem with this movie. This was the first indication that there could be an issue with this movie, and you said something along the lines: "Is this is not the Luke Skywalker I was looking for?" That's exactly what I said. And people got a little like. People take their Star Wars very seriously. It's yes, like, I, I really had to put, listen, it's just a movie, everyone. It's okay. Calm down. They get, they get, very, they get very upset if you don't like a thing that they like. Um, they feel strongly about the franchise. Yeah, you know, um, I was okay with the one before this. I don't even know the name of it. Was the it, was Force Awakens. Stop making the- out I'm the geek here who knows all the stuff. <laughs> This is what you're going to yeah, do but, all the way through, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah but you haven't seen that, a you haven't seen story. a coal miner's daughter, so you have not this achieved total geek status yet. So with the first one, The Force Awakens, to me it was kind of a retelling of Number Four. Yes, right. It was just kind of a bringing bringing that story to life in a very tangible way, which I really enjoyed. So we were like. We laid off on the, you know, computer graphics and we made things real and tangible and believable. And I, for one, appreciated that. I thought that was great. So going into The Last Jedi, I was excited. But then I saw the trailer for The Last Jedi where it shows Luke Skywalker at that doorway going, I don't know the line, but something like, it's time that the Jedi dies or something like that. <laughs> or Aiden's or something Oh, else. that was like, you're kidding me. What is this? So I thought, okay, maybe it's just a clever trailer trick and it's, we're all going to go, oh, what, what, and go. And it's like, it's not at all what it appeared in the trailer. And yet it was. So um, I just, I felt that the, the Luke Skywalker character, and I know there are those that disagree with me. It wasn't it wasn't far fetched that he was in isolation. Obi-Wan was in isolation. Yoda was in isolation. Um, they had been powerful masters who had been defeated and literally went into hiding. Run away I'm like sure. little No, yeah, not, not little the, girls. That would be sexist, like little wimps. <laughs> but but they but I like to think that they went because of all the knowledge and and wisdom and and whatever that they have, that they went 
to, of course, protect themselves, but also to keep those things protected. You know, Luke had the scrolls or whatever the books were of wisdom or whatever. Where did those even come from? I remember <laughs> seeing those before in any other movie. I'm like, what are these books? These are Amazon. new. <laughs> he the ordered prop them department. from Amazon. They came from the prop department. Oh um, so, yeah, so, so it wasn't weird to me that that was happening and that she had to go find him. What was weird to me was I expected, especially following the last movie, that Ray's interaction with Luke would be much like Luke's interaction with Obi-Wan. Survey says, ah! <laughs> it was so out of character. I even read a thing, an article Mark Hamill first put out, and then he kind of had to, you know, walk that back a little bit. Once but Disney was, had a word of him. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Mark, you can't be saying that this was very un-Luke-like and you were uncomfortable with this. But it was. He was echoing what everybody was feeling in this storyline that this is not this is so out of character it bothered it bothered i couldn't get past it i couldn't oh and then laura dern what i'm like who is laura dern she like got out of you know the dinosaur movie and now she's in the star wars movie Playing a dinosaur. Huh? Playing a dinosaur. Would you say, no, listen, okay, so a couple things, Laura Dern. First of all, I have nothing against Laura Dern. No. I think she's perfectly lovely. I love the fact that she does not have, you know, plastic surgery up the wazoo on her face. More power to you, girlfriend. The others, because I'm not into that. I didn't didn't mean her look, sorry. That's not what I meant. (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant she was old, and I was like, no, no, she looks fine. Leave her alone. I just, you know, the thing about Star Wars that I loved, even as a kid, is that when I went to see Han Solo and Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker, I didn't know who these people were. I, I, who are these people? I mean, they might have had bit parts and things, but we didn't know. And so when The Force Awakens came out and I'm like, who is Rey? Who is Poe? I don't know these people. I loved that. I loved. Oh, and then who's the other dude? Benicio Del Toro or something? I'm like, oh, not that I didn't like his character because it was fun, but it was kind of like, do we really need these people? Do we really need the Laura Dern character? Did that really do anything to further the story? I submit it did not. It bothered me. I just don't want to know who these people are because every time I look at Laura Dern, I'm thinking, okay, she's she's on Jurassic Park and she's being chased by Velociraptors. I can't get that out of my head. And these other characters, Finn, Poe, I'm like, I don't know who you are. You have no background to me. And this is such a huge franchise. And I love Ray. I love the gal who plays Ray. I just think that they could have done it much better. And I was sorely, sorely disappointed. Although I did call the last scene. I'm like, Luke's not there. Luke's not there fighting Kylo Ren. But, I but, called it. By the way, listeners, spoilers. <laughs> if you haven't case. seen the movie now by January 11th. Yeah, I suppose. You could just, you know, you could just take that part out. I'm not going to say that. Hello. No. Listen, we're reviewing the movie. If you haven't watched the movie, you have no business listening to this. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that's true. It's your own fault. You have no one to blame but yourself. How how did you feel about it? I I went in. I went in excited. I went in excited because after you, after Force Awakens, which is a a film I really enjoyed because, you know, I like all the mystery boxes that were created in the first one, Mm -hmm. um, uh, the Returning Trilogy. And I thought, you know, we're going to find out who Ray is because there's got to be a reason why she suddenly got powers that no one else seems to imagine. Uh, she's yes. so powerful. I mean, this Snope guy, he looks kind of mysterious like the Emperor, but look at him. Look at what he's doing. He's made things even bigger than the Emperor could ever even manage. So he must right. be some bitching guy who's a, who's a baddie. 
And you know, why did why did Finn suddenly become wake up from being a stormtrooper clone? What's what's his story? Why is that happening? exactly? What's all these things and and why why what's Ray's parentage and and what's going on and and where's Luke? I mean, he's left a map to be found. So what's that about? Someone must know because in the opening scene, he goes, "This will put things right," and he hands it to him and he goes, right. "Thank you," you know, and and. We get to this film, and I'm expecting all these answers to be at least addressed, if not pushed to the next film. Mm-hmm. And we get the answers to either none Nothing. of them. <laughs> Nothing. We even get more. Awesome. We get more questions. Oh, you know, and, and, and Luke. I mean, Luke. If you go back to early Luke, right? He he left his home planet, yep. and he went to to save this princess, right? Yep. And he he doesn't have a computer guidance as he's doing his little. His little flying thing to, to you know to take down the Death Star. Luke, and you switched he, off your talking goes, computer. Okay. He goes I'm to right. Dagobah, Dagobah with R two D two, and he has no idea who Yoda is, but he just leaves it all behind to go do this. You know, he he risks his life to save his friends. Um, you know, I, I'm just he he's faced the Emperor, he's faced Darth Vader. Um, knowing that he was the last Jedi, really, at that point, he knows no one's going to come help him. Um, he forgave his father. He, you know, he in front of the emperor, he throws down his lightsaber, and so this is the dude now that is hiding now on a planet. <laughs> I just, I just don't, I just don't. After I don't killing, get it. After nearly killing his nephew, he forgot. And that was the other thing. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? That was so out of character. Thank you for bringing that up. That was so I, out of I've character. I've got loads. <laughs> oh, and let's not forget. The part where Star Wars turned in almost into the Matrix with the floating out of Princess Leia. No, I thought you'd love that because that was Mary Poppins. Come on. No, that was Mary annoying. She fly, she flies out, and we're like, and I thought this is where this is her scene where we lose Princess Leia. That's it, exactly. And I, I thought this is kind of beautiful and sad. and and sad and the crystals are forming on her skin and i'm like i love that mm-hmm. I, I this is lovely what a beautiful you know visual swan song and everything and then and then she puts her hand up and floats back in <laughs> i'm just like what is happening here I don't like that. Mm-mm. I said that actually. I don't like that several <laughs> times during the movie. Just imagine was, you standing up and saying, "What? Mm-mm, mm-mm, don't like that? No, 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 no." Um, yeah, it was. It was. I do. I do like Poe. I think Poe's kind of like the new Han Solo, right? It's kind of like this cowboy. But he's he's he, but he was reduced to a an idiot in this thing. He was. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So it, it starts off, as you know, it starts off with his plan to attack that big bloody ship. That's all I'm going to call right. it, the big bloody ship. Go ahead. That's uh, good. And so he's distracting them, and which is a bit funky anyway, but okay, whatever. He's, he, he has to get there somewhere. They have to explain how he can get close to the ship. So they, you know. Anyway, so he starts blowing up, what is it, 13 gun towers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll just send out, send out the TIE fighters, you idiots. Anyway, right, so he's pushing around doing all that. So he can uh, allow the bombers to come in slowly towards the ship. Right. And then finally drop bombs in the in, in using gravity in the vacuum of space. But ignore that. Anyway, so all that's going on. Uh, this poor girl who, who's got the only ship remaining with all the bombs in it. The bomb bay doors open. And, and again, in a vacuum of space, she's laying on the trap door. 
at the bottom yep. of the thing. And I'm thinking, why are you dead? But anyway, but I'm yep. thinking, it's Star yep. Wars. It doesn't matter. There's no such thing as sound in space either. So I'll right. give you a pass. I'll give you a pass. Anyway, all, meanwhile, Leah's going, no, no, cool. Back off. Can't. You can't do it. It's, it's too big of a loss. And he's going, no, no, we've got to do this. We've got to do this. Anyway, so eventually they blow up the ship. Everybody's happy. Everybody's singing. Uh, they all come back. And he gets chewed out for doing the mission, right. but costing so many lives. And right. I'm thinking, yeah, but hang on a minute. If he didn't do the mission, you'd all be dead. Right. Because right. He, they were going to blow up the ship. <laughs> Just like every single time, every single time there's a cl- big climactic battle in Star Wars, i.e. at the end of the New Hope, for example, they lose virtually all the ships because the mission has to be completed. Otherwise, it's the end of them. That's, Correct. That's the whole point of the Star Wars battles and stuff. They're so important to the to the characters. Right. So so, so he, he does all that. He loses all the ships and then he comes back and he gets chewed out for doing it. And then, as right. a result, he gets demoted. And he should have just turned around and said, look, screw you. If it wasn't for me, you'd be dead. Right. We'd all be dead. And that would be the end of the movie. I don't, you know, <sighs> I don't. And the forced humor. Oh. Oh, don't get me started. I, I like humor. <laughs> I like those. I like those. I Hello? like those. Sorry, I can't hear you. Hello? Hello? I'm not, I'm not, I shouldn't joke about that because that would be a technical point for us. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I'm just doing, that's what the movie's done. Oh my god! I know our listeners don't realize how many technical <laughs> problems we've had. I've had um, in just this one podcast alone. <laughs> yeah, the forced humor is like okay, just let it, let it be organic, let it, let it happen, let it, let it. It was like it was again like they were writing, and then they felt like oh, we need to put a joke in here. You know That's what it. I mean? It didn't just happen. Like- it wasn't organic and 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 part of the character development, and it just made sense that he or she would say this. Mm-mm, well, like 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 reach, sit there and reach out with the force, and she puts her hands up. But hang on, a few days ago you did it anyway. Because the film is set literally immediately after the first film. Right. And then right. when she sits, she was all strapped into the thing. She closes her high eyes and reaches out to, with, with the force and things. And you think, you've forgotten what you did two days ago, effectively. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. I don't, I don't know. And then I expected more training, like, you know, when, when Luke went to Dagobah to see Yoda. You know, all the training he had to endure that was kind of like, when you really think about it, it was kind of like the Karate Kid. You know, wax on, wax off. <laughs> he, did, he didn't understand it at the time, but Yoda knew. It's like, this is going to help you, you know. And there was nothing like, you know, you know, this this is why you fail. Do or do not. There is no try. We were, I was expecting that he's Which is terrible great. advice, by the way. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean there's no try? How does that work then? Like, I'll try. No, just do it. I get that. I get that. But but yeah, it was kind of like, reach out with your mind. I'm like, she traveled all that way to get that advice? She could have gotten that on a webinar. (laughs) A a pamphlet, like a billboard in the subway. She didn't need to travel to this remote island. Yep. To get this. I just, it's just... I found Mark Hamill's quote, Jedis don't give up. I mean, even if he had a problem, he would maybe take a year to try and regroup. But if he made a mistake, he would try and write that wrong. So right there, we had a fundamental difference, but it's not my story anymore. It's somebody else's story. And Rhea needed to me to be a certain way, or Ryan, to make the ending effective. That's the crux of the problem. Luke would never say that. I'm sorry. Well, in this version, see, I'm talking about the George Lucas Star Wars. This is the next generation of Star Wars. So I almost had to think of Luke as another character. Maybe he is Jake. 
Skywalker. Please tell me you're reading that. I read that. I thought you were pulling it for Baton from your memory bank. No, man. I I put that tattooed on my body. (laughs) It's on my person now because I was so upset over the movie. That's quite a long phrase. I I hate to think where that was written. Yeah, we won't go into that. But anyway, I needed a mirror to see it. Um, (laughs) But there there were so many things with this. And it was one of those movies where I'm like, you know, I don't really want to see it again. Yeah. And so many movies I leave and think, oh, I can't wait because you you miss a lot. You really – okay. So when Finn and the other girl, Rose, Rose? – is it Rose? Yeah. yeah. They go to the casino <laughs> planet casino or town yes. or whatever that is, whatever it is, right? When they go there, I'm like, why did they go there? I don't understand why they're there. Why was this – where in the storyline, in the plot – other than hitting Benicio del Toro, because they had to find a hacker. <laughs> oh my god! It There's was never just... been a hacker ever, ever needed anywhere else in Star Wars ever. They needed it was because they couldn't do this on their own. So oh, you know they could they could find their way onto this casino place, and they could. I just don't. And then the little boy, like at the very end of the movie, with the broom, mm. like, and he puts his hand there, and the broom goes. Oh, so now we're all supposed to be like, oh, there's so what? many more little Jedis running around that nobody knows. Did what you, is that about? Did you find that, that strange, though? Very. However, however, because they went there and and when they freed all the little CGI horses, <laughs> correct? Uh, she went worth it at the end, and I thought, right? Yeah, but what about all the little slave children? Screw mm-hmm. them! Oh, we just want the horses to run free. Yeah, you kids, kids keep sweeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I didn't get it. And I, I really, I get, again, you hit the nail on the head. Who were raised parents? And we've all, I mean, the, the fan theories are, as you know, through the roof. So who are her parents? So I thought at maybe at least there'd be a hint. There'd be something. There'd be something to make us go, oh, oh. But it's just like, you know when I say like I like my characters to be unknown? I eventually like them to be known. I eventually, I would like a little more information, a little more background by the time we get to the second story, because you stop becoming invested in them if you don't know their history or you don't know their backstory, because their motivation for why they do what they do, good or bad, is very important. It's vital to their character development. And as an audience watching it, you need that. We still don't have that. And that's that's frustrating to me. That's that's but, it. That, that's the whole point. That this movie ends. This movie ends like it's the end. It's over. It, and a little to- ki- a little yeah. kid is using the force. That is to the perfect. Sleep. If it was going to wrap it all up, that's the perfect shot to wrap it all up on and then move off. The problem is we've got another movie to come yet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm well, thinking, how many? Uh, well, three, three in the trilogy, right, obviously. Right. But yeah. then I'm thinking as we leave that monstrosity and we go into whatever the third one's going to be called i don't care what happens now because i've got no investment in any of these characters that's exactly that's the worst thing right that's how i feel about the walking dead at this point i don't really care i don't really care about anybody you all can just i hope the i hope the dark side wins and i hope kylo ren just comes in i don't really care i mean Kylo Ren was a little more interesting. I didn't like Kylo Ren in the first one. And I do feel, okay, here's a positive because mm-hmm. I don't want to just be, you know, negative mm-hmm. Nelly here. Um, I, do, I did like Kylo Ren's character a little better. But do you know why? Because we got some freaking backstory on him. <laughs> right? Yes. We, if if what, what we're led to believe is true, 
that Luke did do this thing. I don't know that he did this thing. I mean, do we even really know he no, did it? It was told three different ways. So you can I pick. know. That is a, a, like, uh, a complete cop-out on, on the, the belief in the writer of himself, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really sure what one. So you pick what one you want to think. Cause yep. I'm, I'm just a writer. I don't know anything. Don't look here. I don't know what's going on. We're going to um, leave this up to everyone's interpretation. And you can leave it up to people's interpretation, but at the same time, it should be presented in a way that the writer goes, this is how it happened. Now, I guess you could look other ways, but this is really, this is how it happened, and this is how we're going to present it. Um, yeah, that bothered me. That bothered me. But he was the only interesting thing. The connection between the two of them just muddied the waters even more to me. <laughs> you know? And then the explanation of why that was going on. I thought, it's like, it's like what Han Solo said in, in the previous movie. That's not how the force works. Yeah, right? This is this isn't what? We're all connected so then other force people, little kids with, you know, brooms should be making their way into the visions too because I mm, I just don't know. I don't know. And then it was like, okay, this is Oh, is there like a romantic attachment between these two? Yeah. What is happening here? Okay, his shirt's off. We know where you're going with this, but what is that? Is this going to end up being a creepy thing like, you know, Leia kissing Luke in the first one? You know what I'm saying? That. We don't talk about that anymore. What it's is happening one, here? Definitely. It was just, yeah, the second one. What is happening? That's what I'm saying. Well, that's it's the thing. Like, I, I really thought when they went into that throne room and they had the big ruck and after they kill Snoke and everything, um, that and they fight, they fight off all the red people who continue fighting for some unknown reason, which I still oh, don't understand. yes, but, yes. <laughs> He's just think, oh, sort you. I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> but, uh, no, we're going to fight and die for no apparent reason. Um, so after after all that, and uh, and I thought, like, he reaches out and says, look, come, we can run this place. We can run it all together. And right. she and she at that point thought, well, maybe he's not too bad because, right. you know, he's trying to help me out and stuff. But she just goes, no, I'm good. <laughs> Basically, and right. just goes. So no. you end up in exactly the situ- same situation as you were when they walked into that scene. So again, nothing changes. But it's it, but it again, it, it they and it's almost like they tried to hearken back to the to the Vader Skywalker. You know, yeah. you're my son. Put my hand out to you. Rule with me, my son. Kind of thing. But it wasn't that. And speaking of fighting those red Snoke guys, <laughs> did you have to fight them? You have the force. Bzzum, 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 throw them against the wall. I would have stood there flicking my hand back and forth and not even break a sweat. Why are they engaged in battle? It was weird. You have the force. Just throw them up against the wall. Do the squeezy neck thing. I don't know. You guys both have all these powers. And yet you're out there with your your lightsaber. Don't understand that at all. No. And how suddenly you've gone from hardly any training, apart from maybe a bit of training on that desert planet, to becoming a fully proficient lightsaber. Oh, yeah. (laughs) XMA, man. She's she's out there. So did Andy Serkis play Snope? Yeah. Uh, Not Snope. Yeah, Yeah, Snope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's not Snope. Is it Snope or Snoke? Snoke. Snoke. So Snoke. I don't know. It doesn't does it really matter anymore? <laughs> I don't know. That thing. I liked Andy Circus. He was my favorite character in the entire thing because I love Andy Circus. But he got caught monologuing. What? They caught him monologuing and that's when they what? dispatched him. You know, where they start saying their plan and I am all powerful. Oh, I will defeat right. you. Blah blah. You are nothing to me. Right. Oh, I'm dead. Right. You gotta have the big setup to take him out. Exactly. Yeah, so, so many flaws. Um, BB2 is probably the best thing that's come out of this 
new installment. BB2? Who's that? BB2 is the little BB8. robot, little round. <laughs> oh, BB8. So I don't even care about him enough to get his name right. <laughs> but why? Hang on, though. You've got a droid that's got a body count. He's great. He's my fa- he's my, he was my favorite from the first time. Like, oh, it's worth seeing it just for this little round thing. He's so cute. Um, like yeah, balls, I was I was a little, I felt like we just threw C-3PO and R2-D2 in there just for kicks and giggles. <laughs> they had nothing. We just better show the droids because people like them. I'm like, mm, I would have liked them to play a little bit bigger role because, again, they are part of the backstory of Luke and, and where we've come from. But I guess not. I guess did, not. Did you notice? What do I know? Did you notice, I think, when they came back to the base or something, um, Chewie, Chewie walks in and they finally she, he finally gets to hug Leia. Right. Because there was such a big stink about him not getting a hug in the in the first return film. And you could oh, al- it, really? it almost felt like like, oh how are you Chewie? And they hug and then they should just turn the camera and go, See, you're happy now. <laughs> I didn't realise that there was a stink about that. Yeah, because after Han dies, they come back to the base and and she just ignores Chewie that you know, best friends without Han and goes straight right, to right. Ray, who she's never even met, and gives her a hug. Weird. I- I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't get any of it. I don't. I just don't. I don't. Oh, and those little birds. But you, <laughs> porgs. But you got to remember, Missy. Right. No matter. No matter how you view this movie, if you don't like it, it's because you're the problem. This again. Not the first time I've been told that, Madden. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with bearing that burden. <laughs> I have big shoulders. I can handle it. Ah, uh, you know, it's. You know, I, no, no, no. And again. It's not just any movie. It's freaking Star Wars. It's freaking so Star Wars. You would think that with the budget they have and the audience that they have and the franchise that it has become, that that they would do everything within their power to make it the best it could be. But no, Laura Dern. That's all I have to say. <laughs> with, with the most <laughs> crappiest tactic ever. Of like my oh, ship into another ship. The worst. That's brilliant. Just Everyone said, I'm thinking, that's crap. We could just do that to everything from now on. I'm just going to do a suicide mission in my big ship. And it's going to, because no one's going to ever do that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't. And if it was Star Trek, they could have done it and then beam themselves down right as the ship hit. There's no no beaming in Star Wars. Although we'll probably get that in the next one now. Oh, no, it's beaming technology. It's always been there. No, it hasn't. (laughs) Well, do you notice they're trying to, it was almost like, you know, start not so much the first, I know this isn't the Star Trek <laughs> podcast, but the first Star Trek movie with the original crew was was really not that great because there was no humor. It felt very stilted and not Star Trek-like. And then you get into two with Wrath of Khan and 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 down the line. <laughs> and then you get the, the Star Trek humor comes back into play. And you say, okay, this is the, the, re, the relationships. I got it. And it kind of felt like a little bit, in fact, I said this on the way home from the theater, Kind of felt like we were trying to inject a little Star Trek humor in the Star Wars. I didn't like that. I t- I t- Let t- it be what it is. That um, what is it? Star Trek Into Darkness. My favorite bit, still, just for how uncomfortable it is, is when they've got Khan in the cell and they still don't know who Khan, who it's it's Khan. Right. And he finally gets him. And he goes, "My name is Khan." And oh, of course, Kirk never met him at that point, <laughs> so he just right. looks at him blankly and goes, "Okay, so what about?" <laughs> Right. <laughs> but see, that, that's, that's a Shatner move. That's what they would have done with the original crew. And Chris Pine, I have to say, plays the Shatner role well. Um, um, really well. And um, um, yeah, no, see, that's, that's you can get behind that. You're like, okay, you, I could see that happening. 
But yeah, not not in Star Wars. Oh, well. No, I just don't. It's it's just too bad. Well, it's looking, too bad. Looking, too bad. For, looking forward, Missy. We've got the Solo movie coming out in May, I believe. I like the last one. <laughs> no, I mean, the Rogue the Han, one. Yeah, the, but we got the Han Solo movie. The Han Solo Solo movie coming out next. Who's who's playing Han Solo? No oh, idea. I Some guy. Right I've looked him up, but I Do have no idea him? who he is. Yeah. Um, <gasps> what? Oh, tell me he's unknown. Please, 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 please. As far as I know, he's unknown. I think they've got Donald Glover. Playing Landau, I think that's his name. I can't remember, but uh, he's, got, uh, he's the guy from Community playing. Uh, okay. Playing, um, yeah, Landau Calrissian. But uh, I always yeah. like Landau. I always liked him. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I'll see the solo movie, but again, it's really, really hard because we all know who Han Solo is, and to you know, it's like that's even brave. at the beginning, at the be or stupid. <laughs> It's amazing how, stupid is a how close stupid the, close those two are aligned. Even like in the third Indiana Jones, when they they open the movie with uh with uh Connery, and they open the movie Phoenix, with the young yeah, and he's playing the young Indiana Jones. Even then, I'm kind of like uh, that's not Indiana Jones. The, uh, <laughs> I was right, and there's no way to know. It has never been. I'm just kind mm, okay. So but now here's this really beloved character, and now we're gonna have to. I don't. know. You know, it's just, just I don't know. Good. Why did we? Why did we have to do it? I don't. Well, know. We're gonna say right, but however, if you listen, if you've made it this far and you love the movie, yep. more power to you. Fantastic. That's we love that you love it. We don't want to take your love away. No. We're not saying we're right, although we sort of are. <laughs> um, <laughs> that shouldn't mar your enjoyment of a horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> got me there ah. oh dear dear and uh we didn't even touch on all the social warrior stuff in it that people were saying which i find hilarious what are they saying did well, i miss it i missed it well apparently it's all like it's all like um uh matriarch stuff and, and all the women are in charge and all the blokes in it are stupid and have to be put down but all the women are powerful and and they're the ones in charge however <laughs> I, I find that argument kind of specious because by the end of the movie based on all the actions and decisions that all these powerful women have made, there's hardly anyone left. <laughs> I'm not sure that they'd want to like fly that as their flag, so to speak. And Poe kind of saved the day, if you really think about exactly. it. Exactly. So, so it's, it's, I'm not too I, sure. I, it's goofy. It was like Ghostbusters, right? When they remade Ghostbusters with the all-female cast, and then mm -hmm. they cast like every male actor as like a buffoon <laughs> or some kind of like, you know. And then all the women were – it was just funny. It's like, why can't you just be both? Why do we have to have one or the other? I didn't really get that from Star Wars, but then I don't go in it with, you know – that tint to my uh, yeah. to my uh, glasses. I I just watched the movie. I didn't think of it that way because we've already set up Leia as yeah. head honcho who can float out and in if ships. I wonder what they're going to do in the third one. I reckon in the crawl they'll deal with it in the crawl. In fact, I don't even remember what the crawl was at the start of this movie. I don't know exactly. I have no recollection Con considering hmm. it literally immediately starts after the last one. I can't even understand what would be in that crawl, but I have no, no. recollection of it whatsoever i don't either i'll have to look it up to see if it's online somewhere i do i do recall that it was kind of um kind of simple it oh, was right. kind of an uneventful like thing like oh okay i guess that's basically a synopsis of the last movie and here we go so it, i don't remember that there was any like vital information what did it given. say on the back of the dvd just copy this down that'll do that's right go to see wikipedia <laughs> and it scrolls up 
First three yeah. paragraphs, copy, paste, done. Yeah. Oh well, but you know, it's it's always a fun ride. It's it is it's just it's fun to kind of enter that world. Indeed. Um it is fun. You know, we all go and see it. I did it do as well as I thought it would do. No, it's bombing everywhere now. It is even bombing thought. in China. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. That first one was so great. Made loads Force of Wiggins. money. It's made loads it of did. money, but now it's not getting very good second viewings and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I'm this girl hasn't seen it twice, so no. I've ordered it. I've pre-ordered it on iTunes. <laughs> oh, you have? Yeah. Madden, look at you. For all your bravado and not like in the movie, you pre-ordered it on Yeah, iTunes. because I've got to have the set. I've ordered the rest of it. It'll be missing. It'll yeah. Be, it'll oh, be okay. Like, that makes sense. my OCD sense. otherwise if I didn't have it. There's that one dark set. <laughs> hey, that's missing in there. I know. You could have filled it with something else, something fun. Put a Star Trek in there just to mess it up. Hmm. 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 Well... I guess that's it for this show. So is it, I guess uh, we, we, <laughs> we've run long. Hey, Missy, let's keep it to 30 minutes. Okay. Mm-mm. Sorry. So- that's it. Now, I have no idea what I'm going to say our next show is because this is the most regular, irregular show going. So it is. It, you know, the only thing is consistent is our inconsistency. We, we, <laughs> when we're ready to podcast, that's when we podcast. When we're, but, you know, some people just podcast because... They just because, feel like because, they need because, to get because, on. Because, and they because. do. Right? They, we just need to talk about stuff to be. We're not like that, Madden. We don't talk unless we've got something to say. <laughs> that's really? a good. That's a that's a positive. At least we think we have something to say. <laughs> Jury's still out on the audience. But um, yeah, and if it, it please, I hope no one was offended by this podcast because it's just a movie review. It's a movie, people. It. It's not real life. No. Life goes on. It's like a book, a play. A song. Some like it, some don't. Art is subjective, right? Oh, oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. That's my other tattoo on the other side. (laughs) Butt cheek number two. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, then, Missy, where on earth can we get hold of you? Well, you can find me at my website, MissyMwackMWAC.com, which will link you to all the various social media sites where I am also found. And you, Carl Madden, where may we find you? You can hold me on Twitter at Claw0101. And maybe in the new future, near future, we might have a new Missy project starting. But we don't know yet. Uh, we don't know. We, I'm still not convinced. Okay. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. We don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll leave it out there. Indeed. Indeed. So until next time, dear listener, if you like The Last Jedi or you didn't like The Last Jedi, wherever you are out there in the galaxy, stay safe and be nice to each other. And may the force be with you. Bye. Bye.